Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com and welcome to another 7-Day Fat Burning Coaching Call. We're going to give you some interesting nutrition and workout tips along with one of the most important social support slash motivation tips that most people aren't taking advantage of. So let's get right into it. Uh, you know, today I just got back from my trip to the Jersey Shore and to Manhattan. I was away for seven days. It was a great trip with lots of uh, workouts and great meals, of course, too. But I also did, you know, I did a workout with a guy who was in the Army. We did a bodyweight training program where we kind of battled with bodyweight exercises. I showed him one of my cool ones. He showed me an advanced bodyweight exercise, and we, we really challenged each other. The day after that, I did 10 miles of walking around New York City, and that actually left me pretty sore. But then the next day, I went down to Jersey, and I trained with Jay Perugia at the renegadegym.com. And we did an upper body workout that was really good. We also did some box jumps, which I'll talk about in a second. Next day, I had a day off, went down to the beach in the Jersey Shore. And then back on Wednesday, squats at the Renegade Gym again. And then today, I got back to Toronto, and I did an interval training workout video for turbulence training members that should be done next week. And I also did hill sprint workout after that. So we're going to talk a little bit about the interval training workout that I did later on. First thing I did when I got back to Toronto, though, was I had a blender drink. Um, you know, when I started the day in Newark at the airport, and I had an apple and a banana there just because I wasn't very hungry before the flight. And then when I'm on the plane, they offered a muffin and a yogurt. Now, really not the best choice of foods. I mean, obviously, I could have had them, and I'd still have low body fat, but you know what? I am trying to uh, be very, very good with my nutrition, and you know, a muffin is nothing more than a piece of cake in a muffin form, and the yogurt was just full of sugar. So really, you know, I sat beside a businessman who ate it, and I'm sure he wasn't really that hungry. He didn't really need it, but you know, he was overweight. He's prematurely aged, and that type of stuff is not going to help them feel better over the rest of the day and live a longer, happier life. So, you know, you may have gotten a small amount of immediate satisfaction from it, but in the long term, it wasn't the best decision for that guy. So I came home, and I had a blender drink of one frozen banana with frozen raspberries, some frozen blueberries, frozen spinach, almond milk, peanut butter, walnuts, and cacao nibs. Now, cacao nibs have caffeine, so they give me a little energy mental energy and alertness over the course of the day. And everything was frozen because the great thing about having the blender drink in your repertoire is that, you know, when I travel, you know, I have all this fresh food and, and ingredients and produce in my fridge. And when I travel, you know, I'm gone for seven days. I can't really save it, and I don't want to throw it out. So what I do is I can't really save it in the fridge, but I can save it in the freezer. So I'll put unused spinach and unused berries and I'll peel the bananas and then put them on a plate in the freezer so I don't have to peel them after they're frozen. And, you know, my freezer is stuffed with produce that I didn't eat before I went, and I come home and I can use that in my blender drinks and use the fresh produce for my big boy salads and all that type of stuff. So, you know, very simple little routine and rituals and planning and preparation to make sure that you're eating properly. And, you know, it's just a little bit hungry on the way home from the airport, but, you know, I survived without eating the cake and ice cream, which essentially was the muffin and yogurt on the airplane. All right, so let's get into this week's workout and tips. We're going to start for Monday, June 14th with our Transformation Tip of the Week. And it's really a good quote here from 
the uh, coach, legendary coach John Wooden, who just passed away. And his quote is this, You can make mistakes, but you are not a failure until you blame others for those mistakes. When you blame others, you are trying to excuse yourself. And when you make excuses, you cannot properly evaluate yourself. Without proper evaluation, failure is inevitable. So it's a very harsh quote, as somebody said on the Facebook uh, fan page of mine, but I don't really care, to be honest with you. I think these type of wake-up quotes are essential. I mean, he didn't win five NCAA championships in a row. Uh, if, I might be wrong about the number, but he, he was a legendary coach at UCLA and helped the, that school win so many basketball titles in a row, which no one would be able to pull off these days, not even Duke. And, I mean, you know what? Sometimes you're going to hurt somebody's feelings and make them feel a little bit bad because you're making them be honest with themselves. And that's really how we get ahead. I mean, the world is pretty soft right now, and we all need a bit of a wake-up, and we all need a bit more evaluation, and we all need to stop making excuses. So stay strong, do your best, always do better than yesterday, and learn from your mistakes. There's nothing I dislike more than someone who continues to make them. Well, I'm sure there's things I like more, dislike more, but one of the things that I really dislike is people who do not learn from the mistakes, who make the same mistake over and over and over again, and do nothing but complain about it and don't change. And that's not going to get you anywhere in life. You have to learn from those mistakes and make adjustments and improve. All right, so I was going to talk about the uh, Buff Dudes and Hot Chicks workout program. I'm going to save that for next week because I want to share with you the workouts that I did at Jay's place, which were a lot of fun. I did some stuff that's a little bit different and some stuff that really needs a good explanation that, uh, you know, would just take forever in words. So on Monday night, I got there. I was sore from the walk around Manhattan the day before, but uh, with some extra warm-up time, I definitely loosened up and was ready to train. We did most of the upper body stuff anyways, but we started off with box jumps, and box jumps are where you jump onto an elevated platform. So you might see plyometric boxes in some gyms, but Jay had this really cool thing that he ordered from legendfitness.com, and it's this padded set of circular pads that you can put one on top of the other so you can build up and the stack when it's all on top of one another is 48 inches and so I jumped from the floor and landed on that 40 inch box 48 inch box so that was, I worked up to that maximum repetition and so you bring your knees up to your chest obviously you're not it's not a 48 inch vertical jump but it's a 48 inch box jump and then Jay did 51 inches so he put a couple uh, mats underneath the stack and so it was fun and uh, hopefully he'll get some video of that and put it on his YouTube channel. But, you know, check out his, his gym at therenegadegym.com, and you'll see his YouTube channel on YouTube if you look up Jason Frugia and Renegade Gym. After that, we did military presses, supersetted with chins, and we did quite a few set of chins, and we worked up to three hard sets of military press. Then we did something called alligator push-ups on the power wheel. Now, the power wheel is something you can buy from Lifeline USA. You strap your feet into it. It's kind of like a, a larger ab wheel that you can put your feet in as well. So we put our feet in the ab wheel or the uh, power wheel, and then we did a push-up. And after each push-up, we walked one hand forward a step and did another push-up, and then alternating sides, and we just walked forward. And, you know, you kind of have that extended body like an alligator, and you're doing uh, push-ups, one on each side, and walking forward. So that's a good one. Um, and then we paired that with T-bar rows, just a classic meathead exercise. And then he has these chains. And we did bicep curls with chains. So we hooked a couple chains on uh, and stood on a box so that when at the bottom of the 
position, a lot of the chain was on the floor, and as you curl up, you get more weight, and then there's more weight on the eccentric as you lower the chains, and the chains pile up on the floor. After that, I did some ab work, just some basic planks and side planks to finish off, and just from that, you know, my abs get sore when I really push myself on planks and side planks, so you might think it's a beginner exercise, but it's not if you are doing it properly. Okay, into Tuesday, 30 minutes of fun activity. It's a non-training day. I mean, we went to the Jersey Shore on Tuesday, and I barely did any exercise, probably just walked around for a total of 30 to 45 minutes over the course of that day, threw the football around a little bit, went in really chilly water down on uh, in the ocean, um, sucked it up for a bit, and hung out in there. But literally, I had to get out because I could barely breathe when it was when I was submerged in chest-deep water. I'm just, uh, it was pretty cold. All right, so the study that I want to go over this week is very interesting. It's for overweight, older adults, and it talks about resistance training. And you're going to be pleasantly surprised from this study that was done at the University of Rhode Island and published in the Journal of Applied Physiology, the European Journal of Applied Physiology, pardon me, had 27 overweight and obese adults, age 67 on average, and there was two groups. So one group did the DASH diet, dietary approaches to stop hypertension for weight loss. And another group did DASH plus resistance training. And this was a 10-week program. And both groups lost uh, weight, but there was no significant difference between the two groups. However, when you looked at body fat and muscle, there were significant differences, huge differences. The resistance training group lost a greater reduction, had a greater reduction in body fat. So they lost nine pounds of fat on the diet plus resistance training, whereas the diet only group lost only one pound of fat. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then the resistance training group also gained 1.8 pounds of lean mass. So they gained muscle and lost fat. And here's the bad news for the diet only group. They lost three pounds of lean mass. So, Resistance training plus the diet, you'll gain lean mass. They gain two pounds of lean mass. Diet without resistance training, you lose lean mass. So you have to have resistance training in there. And this just shows that you can gain muscle and lose fat at the same time, even if you're 67 years old. And this goes with one of the other studies I showed you uh, several years ago from Purdue University that showed men and women age 62 can gain muscle and lose fat at the same time. All right, very good stuff. So... If they can do it, you know, what's stopping you? Just get on the program, stay consistent, and you will get results. All right, into Wednesday, I want to share with you a tip that I found in the Men's Health June 2010 issue. And I talked about avoiding training to failure. Way too many people train to failure. And there was a study quoted in that magazine that said, don't train to failure, you get more results. And Jay Ferruccia has a great, great quote. He says, dominate the weight. Don't let the weight dominate you. So make sure you're able to finish every repetition nice and strong. You know, at Jay's gym, there's two young guys who are college athletes and insist on doing what he calls death set failures, where they go, you know, they go right to death failure almost. You know, they just keep going, going, going. And when they do that, they get weaker. But now they're on Jay's plan. They're going to hold back just a little bit, and they're going to continue to get stronger all summer. So if you're going to failure on bench press all the time, with, you know, reps of five to eight, you're probably going to get weaker over time. You're not going to continue to get stronger. So hold back a little bit. Every repetition strong, 
and you'll get more results. All right, so my second workout at the Renegade Gym on Wednesday was with Jay and his girlfriend, Jen, and she trains super hard, and she's super lean. And so she she can do like 10 chin-ups, and she squatted 145 for three reps. She is an awesome girl. And you'll see her in some of the videos on Jay's uh, YouTube site where she's pushing the prowler that they have there and doing all sorts of cool stuff. So we did an extensive bodyweight warm-up, and Jay has everybody do an extensive bodyweight warm-up. A little bit different than mine, but like, like mine, they're very extensive and really get you going. And then we did medicine ball throws, and then we went into a lower body workout of squats, rack deadlifts, glute ham raises, and we did something called battling ropes. And these are these big ropes that you would see a, a boat tied to a dock with, and you can do all sorts of things. You wrap them around uh, you know, one of the squ squat racks, and you can do ab exercises by, and you can, you know, you just kind of like are whipping the ropes. And again, if you go on Jay's YouTube channel and look for battling ropes, you'll see all kinds of cool exercises. And he had some new ones since I was there last, and we really had a tough workout with the battling ropes. All right, into Thursday, we want to do 30 minutes of fun activity, and I want to talk to you about another quote that's been really powerful and has gotten a lot of great feedback on my fan page. Uh, so if you're not getting the, the daily quotes, make sure you go to, uh, sorry, CraigValentineFanPage.com or look it, look it up at Facebook.com forward slash CraigValentineFanPage. And I just want to share with you the quote that we posted. Again, these quotes are getting great feedback on there. And this one is from the legendary Ralph Waldo Emerson. He says, whatever course you decide upon, there is always someone to tell you that you are wrong. There are always difficulties arising which tempt you to believe that your critics are right. To map out a course of action and follow it to the end requires courage. So, you know, in this day and age, people are always going to try and bring you down. They're going to try and hold you back. Um, you know, some people are doing it on purpose. Some people are doing it uh, unconsciously because they don't want to see you succeed. They don't want you to change on them. <clears throat> now, it's unfortunate that people feel that way, but, you know, don't let someone hold you back if you believe that you're not living the life that you want to live. Live, sorry. So, very powerful quote there, and something to get you thinking to make sure that you're doing everything you can do to have the best life that you can have. All right, into Friday. Now, no more weight training workouts to talk about, but I do want to talk about the interval training video that I filmed. This one is going to be available for free to all Turbulence Training members and past customers, and it must be about a 30-minute video when all things are said and done. We filmed. Uh, interval training, beginner warm-up, and beginner implications uh, for training, and how to make, uh, how to allow beginners to do interval training, even though it sounds quite intense. I'll show you how to do interval training as a beginner, and then we talked about uh, the best in the how to gauge your intensity level of begin of interval training, so people get confused about that. We talked about heart rate and fat loss, and why heart rate really doesn't mean anything for fat loss. Then we talked about advanced interval training strategies, including the hill sprint, the shuttle sprint, uh, in theory, the best interval duration of the 8 seconds and 12 seconds recovery or the 26 seconds of work and 36 seconds of recovery. Now, those are, in theory, the best because, really, they're only the ones that have been tested 
And we don't want to get too obsessed with it, but, you know, it does look like those are going to be great interval durations. But, you know, if you run a, a hill and it takes you 24 seconds and, you know, it takes you longer to get back down, don't get worried about it. Just make sure that you're doing the interval training consistently. And so after I filmed the video, I ran some steep hills at this beautiful park. It has an amazing view of downtown Toronto. You're going to love the video when it's done. And we should be ready by June the 18th. All right, Social Support Saturday. We want to talk about having 30 minutes of fun activity, of course. And now here's something that most people don't consider, and it's your training environment. Now, Alan Cosgrove talked about how when he has a couple of people getting success in his gym, the other people that train at the same time tend to get more results because you're training there and you want to keep up to everybody else and you don't want to, you know, look like, you know, the, the failure in the group, you want to keep up. And so the training environment at Jay Farouge's place is intense. You have 12 guys in there training at the same time. Everyone's trying to get stronger. There's always going to be someone stronger than you, you know, with the exception of the, the strongest guy. So you're training up at their level, and it's so motivating. And there's, you know, rock and music in there. and Everybody's training harder because of the music and the camaraderie. And then, you know, people stay around for half an hour after their training session just to encourage people in the next session, or they come 30 minutes early just because the environment is so powerful. I mean, it's so powerful, and I love going down there. I might even move down there for a few months or even longer just to be around that environment. It's going to make me stronger and smarter and better, and it's going to make Jay better. And, you know, just it's really excellent to be down and around the right people. So make sure that, you know, if you're training at a gym where things are getting stale, Seek out people who are getting results. There was another study that I found back in 2007 that showed if you train with someone who's losing weight, you will have a better chance of losing weight as well. Or, you know, vice versa. If you want to gain muscle, you've got to train with somebody who's gaining muscle. You have to be around the people that you want to emulate and, you know, get the results with. Of course, you want to be around people that are, you know, of high integrity and, and doing things morally and ethically. You don't want to be around people that are using steroids or anything, but you want to be around people who will bring out the best in you. All right, and then Sunday, plan, shop, and prepare. Make sure that you have all your foods prepared because that is a key to success being planned. And I want to talk a little bit about some stuff that I read in some magazines recently. So in Fast Company Magazine, which is a business magazine I always read, they've had some interesting articles in there talking about uh, fish farming and shrimp farming. And I don't think I'm going to be eating too much shrimp because they talk about how a huge percentage of, you know, North American shrimp comes from these farms in Thailand and, and in Southeast Asia, and it just is not appealing when you see how they farm this stuff. It is not good. I mean, it's really just in these mud pools. It's not out in the ocean, and it is not hygienic at all. And so I'm not impressed by that. I will be avoid be avoiding shrimp. And then another article talked about 50% of uh, fish that's farmed comes from China. And over 90% of the fish that you probably buy in restaurants and supermarkets in North America is farmed, according to an article from Best Life magazine. That was a men's health publication that just went out of business, unfortunately. But really, you have to be very, very cautious about what type of fish that you're eating. Farmed fish, if you find out how that stuff is, is farmed, it is not pretty because it is just a whole bunch of fish crammed into one little area, and they're eating the waste of other fish, and it is not pretty. 
again, you're just going to want to make sure that you're getting wild fish whenever possible. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I went to a restaurant the other day and organic salmon was on the menu. That's good, but you don't want factory farm fish. Okay, another tip from Men's Health June 2010 that's kind of scary. Restaurant meals contain, on average, 18% more calories than stated due to flawed portion sizes. And this doesn't really, shouldn't really surprise anyone because restaurants just give such huge portions here in North America, and there's no way that, uh, you know, they're sticking to portion size and portion control. And so they probably take these measurements off a smaller portion, and that's why when they do these independent tests, they find out that you're eating more than you expect. So in addition to, you know, the oil and extra salt they put in most meals, you have to understand that you're getting larger portion sizes in. So if you eat out at restaurants frequently, you have to be quite careful. And, you know, sometimes it's better to go to a more expensive restaurant where the portion sizes are smaller than to go to family restaurants where the portion sizes are massive, especially if you want to lose fat. Okay, and then one thing that, if to leave on a positive note, you can eat amazing food even without meat. And uh, Jen and Jay create amazing meals. And so after Monday night's workout, we went back and, and Jen is wonderful. She created she prepared a meal for us while Jay and I finished our training session and trained some of the other guys there. And we uh, you know came home and she had this huge spread of raw vegetables and hummus, which if you're struggling with your after work snacking, get to like raw vegetables and hummus and you will cut your calories dramatically. You'll feel full, you'll have more vegetables in your diet, you will just have more mental energy because you won't be eating junk food. You're just going to have so much return from that. That's probably one of the most important things you could do. And then after, or in addition to that, she had a plate of peppers, red peppers and artichokes and olive oil, which was amazing. And then she uh, has a flatbread pizza, vegetarian flatbread pizza that she had made. And then onto the main course, I mean, we were eating really well already. And she had cooked up quinoa, or sorry, quinoa, I always pronounce it wrong. And she had prepared a cashew and red pepper sauce simply by blending that up. And so we took the, the quinoa and, and the pepper, uh, cashew and red pepper sauce and wrapped that in a, a big piece of kale. So we had wraps uh, without any wheat products. And there was also some salsa and some avocado there. And so that was amazing. And then Jay and I still finished that off with coconut milk ice cream and raw almond butter cookies that Jen had made earlier that week. So, I mean... That was good eating, trust me. That was amazing stuff and just better than eating junk and, and fast food. I mean, healthy eating. And, yeah, we had some treats there with the coconut milk ice cream, but look at all the uh, fresh produce that we got there as well. So Jay and Jen, I'm bugging them to do some type of recipe book because I certainly don't know how to make the amazing stuff that they do. So hopefully we get something out from them this summer. All right, so that's it for this week. Next week we are going to do... Finally get around to updating the TT Buff Dudes and Hot Chicks, and our nutrition research review will be surprising info on breakfast and fat loss. So you've probably heard about breakfast and fat loss before, but we've got some new information to share with you next week. So this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com. Make sure that you check out Jay Ferrugia at his blog, JasonFerrugia.com, and on YouTube, looking up uh, the RenegadeGym.com as well for some videos on the cool training stuff that he does down there. Talk to you next week, everyone. Hope you have a great seven days of fat burning. Bye-bye.